are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Brewers, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. I'm your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Check out my bio there, where you can see everywhere I am covering the game of baseball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers. Subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Appreciate all the support, and I appreciate you for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, we post episodes daily, five days a week. Monday through Friday, and we are free and available on all platforms. We will be here for you throughout the postseason, getting geared up for the 2022 season for your Milwaukee Brewers. Let me remind you that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them a locked on sent you. So on today's episode of Locked On Brewers, we're going to be taking a look at impending free agents for the Brewers, players who right now will not be back uh, for the 2022 season, those who are expected to hit free agency, and some who could potentially be hitting free agency. So we're going to go over all of those. I'll be telling you who I think won't come back, who I think will come back, maybe who should come back. Uh, before we do that, I want to uh, go through over the payroll just real quickly. The Brewers were 19th in payroll in 2021. Uh, Spot Rack had them at $97 million. I saw Baseball Reference had them at like $107 million, but somewhere in that range, you know, just below average in terms of overall payroll. Uh, from the rest of the league. What's interesting here is that their payroll shoots up significantly next year. Their payroll is already at $117 million for 2022. That's including uh, projected arbitration numbers. Um, there's $71 million guaranteed on the books for next year, which ranks uh, the $117 million, including arbitration totals, ranks 13th in Major League Baseball right now. Um, Christian Yelich is a big reason for that. His contract shoots up from 14 million to 26 million. So uh, the payroll already for next season is getting up there. So it'll be interesting to see what the front office does this offseason, how maybe they decide to move some of that money, and what more they're willing to spend. Uh, you did get fans back in attendance this year, so you got some of that gate revenue, but still it'll be interesting to see how the front office decides to spend and what kind of the payroll will look like. And obviously we'll get into that as the offseason goes on. Before we get into some impending free agents, let me again remind you this episode is brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. There are so many different makes and models of automobiles these days, it's impossible to stock all the parts your car will ever need in your traditional chain store. Why worry with the hassle of answering a bunch of questions about your car at a chain store and just hoping they have the parts you need when you have the inventory of rockauto.com right there in your pocket. You can pull them up on your cell phone, find any make and model of any kind of auto part that you need, and there are so many different reasons to maintain your 
automobile these days, but the biggest one is obviously to save money. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, sometimes even 100% more for the exact same auto part at a chain store or even a new car dealership? They have everything you need at Rock Auto from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your vehicle, and do us a favor, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so let's jump into the impending free agents for the Brewers this year. And starting on the hitters side of things, uh, Eduardo Escobar is obviously the biggest impending free agent uh, trade deadline acquisition that the Brewers acquired from the Arizona Diamondbacks. You know, didn't give up much for him there, knowing they were going to lose him in free agency. I thought he did a really good things for the Brewers, but I also don't believe he will be back. I think he was definitely just a rental player. I don't really see him fitting into the long-term future for the Brewers. I mean, especially when you consider you know, he wasn't even starting postseason games for them. I don't really see him being in the future. So, Eduardo, thank you for your service with the Milwaukee Brewers. Good luck in free agency. I mean, I wouldn't mind if the Brewers wanted to bring him back as a you know bench bat kind of insurance if things don't work out with Luis Urias as a full-time third baseman or what have you. I certainly wouldn't mind bringing Eduardo Escobar back, a good switch hitter, um, you know, with some some pop. So I'm definitely not against it at all. I just I don't see it with where the payroll is and what you know he could get in free agency i just don't see that being a match for the brewers um another one that is you know a free agent there's a couple others that could be free agents that we'll talk about but eduardo escobar and manny pena are the ones who are definitely going to be free agents um, manny pena is an interesting one too a really good backup for the brewers this year wouldn't mind having him back you do have some other guys who are close to coming up you know Mario Feliciano obviously uh, is close to joining the Brewers staff and could be ready uh, to start, you know, working his way into that role here pretty soon uh, for the Brewers. But I don't know if he's quite ready just yet. So it would be good to have, you know, another backup catcher, somebody who's already familiar with this pitching staff in Manny Pena. So he's somebody that I certainly wouldn't mind if the brewers did bring him back i think it will be or would be a good decision uh, to bring him back if they decided to we'll have to see what they do with him uh, again i think i think you gotta have a, a good solid backup catcher uh, and i definitely think manny pena would fit that you know i don't think it would be too expensive uh, of a deal to sign him either all right the next two are not free agents but i think at least one of them could be. Jackie Bradley Jr. has a $9.5 million player option, which I think he would be an idiot not to pick it up. No offense to Jackie Bradley Jr. if you don't, but after the season he had, I just don't see him leaving that money on the table. I don't think he would get close to that in free agency. So I think it would be kind of dumb for him not to pick up that player option. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he will most likely pick it up for the Brewers side of things. Um, I don't think the Brewers would want him to. Uh, maybe they work out some sort of deal there. I don't know, but I think JBJ will be back with the Brewers next year. I don't really know what you do with him or what you do with that contract at this point. 
And then the other one is Avisail Garcia. He did get enough plate appearances to kick in his mutual option, to make his, his team option a mutual option. And that mutual option is for $12 million for 2022. And it includes a $2 million buyout should he decline that option. Um, this is an interesting one for me, probably the most interesting you know, of all these option players. Avisel Garcia had a really good year. I mean, he did himself a lot of favors, 29 home runs, led the Brewers, was really consistent hitter all year. Uh, I know he did have some stretches of coldness, but I mean, when you just look at it overall, I thought he was pretty consistent throughout the season. I don't think he was healthy at the end. And I think that hurt him a lot. He did not look well in the postseason to me. I think that back was really starting to bother him. He doesn't give you a ton defensively. You saw that cost the Brewers a game or two, you know, with the DH potentially coming next year. I mean, not that Avicel has to be a strictly DH. I think he can be fine in the outfield, but I think that would just help his market a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I. I I wrestle with I wrestle with this one a little bit. I don't know what Avi is going to do. I think he may have to try to cash in on his last paycheck, but I don't I don't really know what he would get in free agency. You know, maybe he gets two or three years at you know eight or nine million, and that certainly would be you know an upgrade from what he currently has. Uh, you know, I think if he could get that in free agency, I think it's worth going after. So I think that's going to be an interesting case for Ivacel Garcia and what he decides to do there. I think that's definitely going to be one to watch. One we'll be talking about, you know, as soon as the season wraps up. Certainly one I have my eye on. Right, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and talk about the impending free agent pitchers. BetOnline is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, baseball, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. All right, getting into the pitchers here. There's two at the top that I think are pretty clearly not going to be back next year in Daniel Norris and Brett Anderson. Uh, Daniel Norris acquired at the trade deadline to kind of add some depth to the bullpen, just uh, honestly wasn't good at all. I didn't necessarily like the trade when it happened, but you know, pretty you know, low risk trade there. Uh, but Norris just never panned out. Don't see him coming back with the Brewers. Uh, Brett Anderson, I don't see him come back either. He probably could see Brett Anderson hang it up uh, this offseason. Love what he did for the Brewers in 2021. Did exactly what they needed him to do. I just think there's plenty of pitching depth in the Brewers starting rotation right now that his services most likely, hopefully, won't be needed uh, next year with with the list of starting pitchers that the Brewers already have. Uh, the other two I would kind of like to see the Brewers bring back in Hunter Strickland and Brad Boxberger. I'll be honest, I was not I was not a huge fan of Hunter Strickland when the Brewers signed him. I know he's had you know past success and been you know a back end reliever type, but uh, just you know, wasn't getting it done in LA. I know the short stint out there 
But it always scares me too because he started with the Rays, and when the Rays just you know pretty much let somebody go like that, it kind of you kind of have to wonder <laughs> why they would let a pitcher pretty much walk as they did. Um, but I mean, he was good for the Brewers. You can't deny it. The numbers were really good. Uh, I still you know concerned about him long term if that sticks up. But either way, you know you can get him back on a pretty good deal. I wouldn't mind having him back and. Uh, especially Brad Boxberger. I mean, if I had to pick between the two, obviously I'd go with Boxberger. I think it was somewhat of a reemergent season for him. Now, the the caveat to all of this when you're talking about relief pitchers, you have to remember relief pitchers are year to year the most volatile position on a roster. You never really know what you're going to get from a relief pitcher, again, from year to year. Brad Boxer was great this year, certainly in a reemergence year. Like I told you, he's been good in the past, had struggled, and then really bounced back this season. I know Vinny's talked about it a lot, that the things he was he was doing is legit, and it's why he was able to hold up over the entire season. You know, Is he able to come back to do that next year? Will this season kind of lead to a bigger deal for him that the Brewers aren't willing to pay? I don't know, but... Uh, I certainly wouldn't mind having Boxberger back to be that seventh inning guy, that late inning reliever. Thought he was really big for Milwaukee this season. Loved what he did, kind of stabilizing that bullpen. So, um, yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't mind having him back. I, I think it'll be a, just a question of, you know, if he gets a better offer. What, what does his market really look like? Um, but just going back quickly through the impending free agents, Eduardo Escobar, I don't believe is coming back. I wouldn't mind him coming back as a bench option. Um, Avisel Garcia, if I had to, if I had to guess now, I'd say he's probably gonna opt out of that mutual option, take the buyout, and try to see if he can get some uh, a longer deal in free agency this offseason. Manny Pena, I think, comes back. I think it would make a lot of sense for them to bring him back. Also had some, you know, brought some bring some good energy to the clubhouse as well. A really good clubhouse guy. Uh, the players seem to like him a lot. So I think Manny Pena comes back and JBJ is coming back. Again, I just I would be shocked if he it would be a blessing to the Brewers if he somehow declines this player option for 2022. You know, unless he just absolutely hated his time in Milwaukee, which honestly I don't know if I saw him smile the whole season. So maybe he didn't, and maybe he will just opt out, but business-wise, it just wouldn't make a ton of sense. So for the hitters, I think Pena comes back, JBJ comes back, I think Escobar is gone, and Avicel Garcia is gone as well, unless the Brewers work out a deal with him. On the pitching side of things, Daniel Norris is gone, Brett Anderson is gone, I think Hunter Strickland's probably gone, and I think Brad Boxberger comes back. Again, out of all these players, I think the one I like back the most is probably Manny, Manny Pena. Uh, just because having a backup catcher like that, that, you know, is a leader in your clubhouse, everybody likes, you know, give you a home run every now and then. I think that's very important to a team. So I'd probably, I'd probably rank it Manny Pena is most important in bringing back and then Brad Boxberger. I think if you can bring back those two from this list here, I think you'll be just fine. I mean, I would like having Avicel Garcia back. He'd probably be third on that list for me, depending on what his price is. And then probably Eduardo Escobar. Although I mentioned, I think JBJ is is picking up his option, so he's already coming back. He'd probably be last on this list if I were ranking them. But uh, yeah, Pena, Boxberger, Avisel Garcia, Eduardo Escobar. You know, that's how I'd probably rank them in terms of 
guys I would want to bring back uh, next season. So that's your impending free agents. We'll get into more of this as the offseason goes on. Obviously, with the option guys, I believe it's five days after the regular season ends. So be on the lookout for that. Speaking of the season ending, we're rolling through the championship series right now. As I'm recording this on Monday night, the Braves are up 2-0 in the series over the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the Red Sox have just taken a three ga- uh, two games to one lead over the Houston Astros. So... Uh, We're rolling along in the championship series, moving on to the World Series in a couple or about a week now. So uh, things are rolling along there. That'll do it for this episode of Locked On Brewers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Brewers. You can follow me at Shortstop Ball. Also, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Locked On Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers. Your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.